No, 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 Yo, I have Nirvana. I have Nirvana just all the way stuck in my fucking head. Welcome to another episode of Fucking Rejects. Hey, it's your host Constance Patton sitting in New York studio right now, and this is a really fun one. I'm welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here, and also you're here, and you, and you too. Don't feel bad. Um, hey mom. So I'm sitting in my studio right now, and. This week, I got this, well, actually, it's not this week. This happened earlier in the year. I can look at the date. I think it was, like, May. And my friend Victoria Silvera sat in the studio with me. Victoria is an artist, like, all-around artist. She's so dope. We went to college together. She made me uh, (laughs) spinach paneer. What is it? Shock Paneer, like the day I met her, she brought something the next day. She said I looked hungry. I used to be so fucking skinny, y'all. And yeah, we went to college together. She was like part of the AV team, like total nerd, doing really cool work, a lot of video work, editing. And now in the last, because I've known Vicky for like, mm, I guess like 10 years now. And since then, she's become this phenomenal sculptor. She moved back to Jamaica and has, like, a whole shop down there. I'll put it up on the Instagram. She makes these, uh, these like, sea urchins. They're ceramic sea urchins, but they're all about the lighting, and they're, they're gorgeous. So she has her whole operation down there now and came to New York kind of, like, for a homecoming where she ended up doing one of the trade shows, you know, was, like, in... I think she got a shot on Archaeological Digest and, you know, just kind of like just had a a really it's really cool to see like your friends coming up and stuff. And we all started out just making weird shit in school. And now we're like professionals. Yeah. So I got to sit with with Victoria. What is really I guess like my favorite thing about this is. We, she was one of the first episodes that I did of Fucking Rejects. And again, like, it was a time to really reflect on this project. I am so grateful for every single one of you that's listening right now, anyone that's listened and supported 
this weird ass project. When I started, I didn't really know what it was going to be. And like, here we are. So listening back to this one in particular was cool because it was punk rock as fuck. Like I didn't have any equipment. Now I have like a couple mics. Um, I have like this tabletop boom thing I'm talking into, but it's on a chair. So it's still kind of punk rock. Um, but it was really cool because back then we didn't have anything. I just wanted to start the project. So I was like playing around with mics. And one thing that I'm lucky is my friends, a lot of my friends are musicians or, you know, like Victoria, she worked in AV. So I'm like, what, what even is this mic? <laughs> like someone gave me this mic to use. I don't even know. So she's like straight up like, girl, that's a mic for like a camera. Anyway, like it was really fun because it just was, it just shows like, when you want to do something, just do it. You can't really think about it too hard. I, I would have never started this project. And I think I'm at episode 18 right now. I would have never started this project, like, if I didn't just start it. So just if you have something that, that you're like, oh, I should do this, I should do this, don't think too hard about it. Like, you'll get the equipment. You'll get the mic. You'll get the boom. You'll get the chair. And you'll get the people. They'll come. Today was really cool, actually. Um, I have a really cool interview coming out later. It'll come on next week with Mike Flo and the structure of, of the interview with Mike Flo is, it was just such a, it was such night and day. So yeah, I just, I, but I really did like, I really did enjoy this natural conversation that me and Victoria has. So that's pretty much what it is. We don't even get into like who she, I don't think I've asked her like, who are you? Cause I know her. So it's like talking to my friends that I know really well yeah, it's just different. Like, it's a whole learning experience for me. Thanks for taking this journey with me. It was a super great conversation. I'm going to get into it, like, real soon. I'll, I'm not going to uh, keep you here. You might have skipped already, and, you know, more power to you. <laughs> what if when you die, God says you can play as Luigi now? <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so it's just been cool, like, finding the format and just really, like, keeping shit real. That's the whole thing. I don't edit anything out. I think we talk wild shit about Kara Walker. I didn't realize how much shit. And hey, Kara, I don't even know you or any of that stuff, but the work is, I fucking, you'll, you'll hear. I, I don't like it. It's, it's boring for me. So I just wanted to say thank you. What's going on? I'm in New York. What are you up to? How you doing? Do you finish that thing? No, that's okay. You'll finish it. Where are you now? Are you in New York? Are you cold? Are you somewhere super warm right now on the beach, butt-ass naked? So New York has been cool. I've been, like, trying to, um, and I mean trying to as in, like, it'll happen. But I've been really, 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 really trying to meet um, as many, like, creative buyers, which is, I didn't know was a thing, art producers, which I didn't know was a thing, and art, I knew what art directors was, to, you know, to kind of, like, partner with. I've been, like freelancing for a couple years now and that's dope like I've done really have had some great wins in the last couple years and now I'm just like oh I just want to work with a like a team you know what I mean like I still don't want to be in house like I don't want to be in house like I've had some offers but I'm like I don't want to be in house because I need to be able to move around and I'm like making this move out to the west coast part-time don't worry New York <laughs> give a fuck um New York doesn't give a fuck you know like you can be dead on the street. People will just walk over you. It's probably like that in other places too. But, you know, I'm just like, it's been really tricky. So the the thing that is so frustrating is so fucking frustrating for me. Like, I'm so frustrated. But whatever. 
how do you how do you like actually get like in front of people you know like what was it like before my friends who are like old heads are like oh yeah you like i just went in his portfolio day you know one of the dudes from the times told me there's a portfolio day coming up there's i don't even it's like doesn't exist anymore or it's like one day a year or whatever and i'm like yo the work is good like why have we become so much so so much more distant than each other why we become so distant from each other when it seems like technology should like bring us together more but instead it's kind of created all these weird barriers so yo I don't give a fuck I've been like I I will call you on the phone I'm like calling all these art directors call leaving messages like I'm like oh, they ain't gonna check but whatever I'm leaving these messages and just going to the offices so I'm like walking in these fancy ass ad agencies just like you know, charming my way in there, get up there. And it's like, I do have a name, which I've learned. You need to at least have a name. Just talking to receptionists. And they're like, oh, email HR. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm here right now. Like, everybody's here right now. Nobody here that. Okay, let me calm down. Uh, I'm like, well, is is there um, an art director I can talk to or a creative director? I have this number. And I was given this thing by, you know, a friend, which which may be true, but whatever. And it's like this fucking barrier. Like, what are we doing? You know, like, it's like we're, we're losing the human touch and humanity and everything's, you know, it's like all online and just super impersonal. And what happened to just like answering the phone and take a fucking meeting? Like, what was it like before? How did you guys meet artists? Like, I don't know. I have a lot of questions. It's just been it's been interesting to navigate this and looking for an agent. And I know I'll find one that's dope as fuck. So I'm not really worried about the um the if, you know. I'm more just like, oh when, motherfucker, like when, 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 when. My work is so good, it's I work fast and all that stuff. And but y'all just like people don't answer your email. It's the craziest thing ever. Oh my god. I've sent so many whatever. So many emails. What are you up to? Like, how do you, I don't know. I guess like it must be the same for a lot of us. If you have, if you're trying to work independently, it must just be a lot of like fucking rejection. I don't know. I guess I am okay with it. I don't feel bad anymore and I don't give a shit. So I will listen. I went to one spot today. I had a name for someone. I kind of re and I also researched the place. I'm like, Oh, how do I like it? You know, how can my work fit in? I go there, I get up there. They're like, oh, I walk in, it's a whole nother ad agency. Like, it's, I'm like, what is this? It's the same address. But I think that they're all being acquired by um, a few companies. So there's just like a lot of movement. I go meet a woman. She's like, oh, this isn't that place. So I'm like, well, what, you know, this is like an ad agency. What do you guys do? Here's my work. She'll put me in contact. And she says like, well, they hate meeting people without an appointment I'm just like but we're fucking artists like we're fucking artists you know like we're fucking artists we're making stuff like when did it when did this creative thing become so just like elite or something I don't know if that's the right word for it but why is it so hard to share your work why is it just so hard to just look at it just look at it you could be like fuck off it sucks all right but like look at it you know Thank you, everybody, for listening to my frustrations. I'm just going to keep going. And like I said, I've had some, like, major wins. I'm going to just keep going because uh, at the end of the day, you got to trust the process. So this is the process. What's your process? Like, what are you doing? 
I'm I'm really curious, like other people that are working in different fields, like how do they navigate it? Like how what does it look like? Because I guess like you know, if you're working like as a temp or if you're working behind a desk, it's just probably a similar <laughs> it's probably some similar obstacles in your way to get where you're trying to go. So we're all in this together. Anyway, so we're getting in, we're getting close to the new year. Can you believe it's 2020? That shit is crazy. Like, I was born in early 80s, and I just can't even. I remember when it was, I remember when it changed from 89 to 90, and I was like a little ass kid, and I really felt a type of way about it. I remember feeling like nostalgic or something, or just like my, my little sister, she, she was um, born 89, like late 89, like basically 1990. And I just remember having this like kind of sadness. Was it still Reagan then? I think it was like Reagan. I could probably look it up right now, but you can look it up too. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of like it's it's so close and weird. Like, what does this mean? Like, I've had so many changes in my life in the last in the last year, man. This last year, uh, you know, it's my personal business, I guess. But it was it was a real one. So I'm really excited for what is what's coming up in this next year my little sister is about to have a kid we're about, I'm about to be like another like an auntie times two I got this shit down we're gonna have so much fun little baby and yeah I'm like really trying to prep to build my team up do some really cool projects move around more I really 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 have been enjoying time in LA so just to, to manage a situation where I can be out there doing really cool projects so also, just like, like I said before, like, just trust in the fucking process. Like, trust the process. Getting sleep. Um, you know, kissing with saliva. That's what Tom York said, right? <laughs> Say it with me. Fitter, happier, more productive, comfortable, not drinking too much. Regular exercise at the gym three days a week. Getting on better with your associates. Employee contemporaries at ease. Eating well. No more microwave dinners and saturated fats. A patient, better driver, a safer car, baby smiling in the back seat, sleeping well, no bad dreams, no paranoia, careful to all animals, never washing spiders down a plug hole, keep in contact with old friends, enjoy a drink now and then, Connie, will frequently check credit at Moral Bank, hole in wall, favors for favors, fond but not in love, I want to follow, nah, love, charity standing orders on Sundays, ring roll supermarket, no killing moths or putting boiling water on the ants. Car wash, also on Sundays. No longer afraid of dark or midday shadows. Nothing so ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculously teenage and nothing so ridiculously teenage and desperate. Nothing so childish. At a better pace, slower and more calculated. No chance of escape. Now self-employed. Hello, concerned but powerless. An empowered and informant member of society. Pragmatic not pragmatism, not idealism. Will not cry in public. Less chance of illness. <laughs> Tires that grip in the wet. Shot a baby. Strapped in backseat. A good memory. Still cries at a good film. Still kisses with saliva. No longer empty or frantic, you know, like a cat tied to a stick that's driven into frozen winter shit. The ability to laugh at weakness. Calm, fitter, healthy, and more productive. A pig in a cage on antibiotics. Thank you, Tom York, for summing up my 2020 <laughs> goals. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here. But enjoy this interview. Shout out to Tommy York. You put a really great album out, Anima. If anybody knows him, tell him I said hey. 
And yeah, I'm looking forward to another year of this though. Like this has been really such a fun project. I'm so excited to be doing this, to like be sitting here talking into the microphone, like on the Lower East Side of New York City with a belly full of noodles from Chinatown. And um, thank you so much for listening. Tell somebody about it. Go up on iTunes, subscribe, leave a review, rate it, tell your mom. And uh, hit me up sometime. I'm on Instagram at fucking rejects. That's F-C-K-I-N-G rejects on Instagram. Check out the old interviews. And yeah, you can shoot me a holler, drop me a line, slide in a DM. Listen, baby, I love you. All right? We in this together. Enjoy the conversation with Victoria. Um, she was mad at me for a long time. I'm sorry, Vicky. I'm so sorry. I'll try to be a better friend to you. I promise. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that part to myself. Lick a more. And uh, I hope that you're having fun in Kingston. Vicky's from Kingston. I don't even think I got into that. This conversation was so damn loose. It's one of the first ones. Enjoy it. Thank you so much, and I love you. I don't know. We should get some croissants and take them. Yeah. You want croissants? You don't eat flour anyway. Oh, I'll eat a croissant. Girl, I would die a croissant. I will eat a fucking croissant. I had a chocolate croissant the other day. I worked out and then I was like, well, I have this. It was good. <laughs> so good. And then I smashed it. It was like in my pocket. Because actually I was going to help like split it with my niece, which mm-hmm. I never give her fucking sweets. I'm the worst. But she had did a um, gymnastics class, and so I was like, oh, we'll both have a treat. Like, we'll have a, you know, we'll split this chocolate croissant. She never had one before. I'm like, I'm going to blow her mind. You're blowing my mind right now. I'm, like, so happy to have this. Mm. That looks I'm, really good. We got some, I got some Chinese food when I was in Elmira, and I was just like, oh, my God, this is the worst. And then I got the worst fortune ever. It said, you think you're laughing? No, wait until you get home. Shut and the I was fuck like, up. <laughs> it really said that? Yeah. I was like, I hate this place. Wait, it said... By the last night, I was like... At first, I was like, this place is so random and cute and strange. And I'm a strange person, so I like strange things. Yeah, yeah. No, you were like, it's random. like So random. Like, all right, by the final morning, I kind of took over the kitchen because they were both at work. So, and I played my Desmond Deco. Very nice. You know that song about the Israelites? Sing it. On the morning of the... The Israelites. <laughs> I can't do anything else from it. You are your reggae knowledge is so strong now because your ass been back for so long. No, I like this one. Deco. I've always loved it's this dope. one. Deco. Yeah. So you was playing that when they were when they were gone, and I was like, I was like, actually, this kind of you know what Kara Walker does with all of her silhouettes and yeah. shit. It really is because this is so much still a part of this like white imagination. Thank you. Cause Thank they, you. They had silhouettes on the wall, you know, Ugh. like a little girl and boy facing each other. Listen, I'm like, I fucking find her work so motherfucking problematic. I I don't like it. I think it's really cool looking on one aspect. Cause I'm like, oh, technically, when I saw it, it was like at the new school, well, it's breathtaking. She, she's being reflexive, though, you know. She's being a fucking like no no because she knows she's doing minstrelsy. That's what I'm saying. She knows she's doing it. Yeah, but it's like I feel like she wants to see like she's laughing at everybody in the art world. That damn big ass 
um, sugar mammy yeah. with the fucking her yeah. pussy sticking out in the back. Mm-hmm. And I'm and like, people but, were laughing. And yeah, it's a joke. And I'm like, also, yeah, yeah, no, she and she knows. And then she had she was selling these vases in the gift shop that were like again like some kind of um, figure like. She completely commercialized herself, but she's like, fuck off. Well, she's trying to get the money, though. I, she get, is I do to get understand the money. that. Yeah, it's but just she's, highly she's also fucking saying, offensive to me. Fuck you to everybody, but in like a burning, like she'd rather just burn everything down kind of way. But oh, I hate it so much. She's. I don't know her. I don't like, but I, d- I don't, I'm not feeling that shit. She, which at all. I, I, all right. Everybody can't stand her. Like, Lazarus and Faith Ringgold, they all have a problem with her. You know, they think that she's just this young upstart and she's not being as, I guess, as respectful as them. Like, but when they started using, like, Leslie Sars started using um, Aunt Jemima figure and she was, you know, saying we have to talk about this painful stuff. But Kara Walker, right, in her works, when she journals and stuff, she calls herself Mrs. Um, KB Walker. So she actually assumes a persona of a runaway slave. Like, I'm just tired of it because I'm like, look at you right now. You're wearing gold fucking sneakers. You got on like crosses and shit and some handmade thing. Like you're so rad. You're doing your stuff. I'm. I don't know what I'm wearing, you know. But it's. I'm just tired of like that image because, like you said, like yeah, they don't really know. We're hiding our history and shit. Like they don't even know who we are because even the the art that's the biggest art. It's like this really is either slave shit or black black art. It's like all oh, black artists. You're not just an artist. Like I talked to my friend um, Rasan, the, the episode I put up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it and he's a black dude. He's West Indian. And I'm like, he's dope as fuck. Like mm-hmm. he's so fucking dope. And we're, cause we come from a group of a, a bunch of different types of people. You know? Well, is it made for that? Girl, that, is, that bowl is like a plate pretty much. Um, but you know, I noticed. I was like, we didn't talk about being black artists the whole time. We, not one when I when I edited it, there was never one moment where we were like, oh yeah, black art. And You're so just being an artist. we were just being ourselves. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was just we're talking about art, and that was not. Well, her even problem brushed. is that that will always be her dialogue. Because yeah, and that's what they. That's what sells. It's like that's they what went from California to um. Like the South, like Jim Crow, Confederate flags, everything. So that's why she's so rooted in that stuff. That's but right. Now that she's made it as a big artist, I don't think she'll ever change her narrative because she understands what sells and she's commodified herself to, yeah. you know, like she's monetized everything. It's fucking car- it's commerce. It is she, commerce. She understands yeah. how that system works. And I know she's making fun of them. She's making fun of the viewer. She's making fun of everyone like it's just a big joke to her almost like and she thinks she's yeah. she thinks she's all that she no I, I, I know well a bag of dicks but... she can suck a bag of dicks <laughs> well that's what she's showing anyway it's like people sucking bags of dicks she is showing up <laughs> yeah I mean well not bags but yeah her work is like it's like little kids suck a dick is what I really feel like under it's a, it's sorry you're eating my bad I didn't even have to and the noodle is going down my throat <laughs> and I can't breathe it. Like, <laughs> the whole noodle um yeah I mean it's fine though I guess she's making her work so it's like whatever but it's definitely it's really it's not good work to me it's just ugh, what the fuck everyone's texting me like I'm so popular <laughs> I have so many friends hold on
Anyway. So you were upstate and that's cool. Well, then Tito was kind of a bitch, but she was just most unhappy. Yeah, I hear that. Mm -hmm. Once they heard I went to a trade show, the energy kind of changed. Met you at a trade show kind of a thing. Constant is so funny how many people, they're like, you can make a living doing what you're doing. I'm like, yeah. Well, I was before I went broke doing this trade show. <laughs> and spending all the money for the grant. Well, what was your goal with that? I'm getting tired of going to all the fairs every Christmas. Mm -hmm. And setting up this grueling. Can you hire people to do that at this point? I guess I can. I can hire some more people. But it's hard just to trust people with the money. It is. It's hard to trust people with money. And it's hard because no one cares about what you're doing more than me. <laughs> so, like, we... Uh, so, we just had this show at the Bishop Gallery. It was cool. And I couldn't hire none of the normal people that will work with me, that mm -hmm. know it. They know the product and stuff. And they, like, grow with me. It's only a few. But um, I can trust them, you know. Mm -hmm. And they know about it. And they're excited about it. And I hired some people, and there one got fucking drunk. Like, he got drunk. He was hiding wine. I was like, okay, well, this isn't gonna work. And then the other one, she was like, really, she's really sweet, but super meek, super meek. Like, twenty minutes or so. No, no. And she sold. Oh my gosh, she sold um, a small print for the price of a sticker. <gasps> I've had so. Many I was so fucking mad. She was like, oh my god, this isn't $20. I was like, are you fucking nuts. for real right now? Like, are you fucking for real right now? And I'm like, lucky. <laughs> I didn't tell Baron. <laughs> um, but. It was a signed print and everything? No, it wasn't signed. But it was still an addition. And it was small. It was like, but the thing is, like, we never do them small, ever. So mm -hmm. it's really a special print because it's smaller. And she, I was like, well, why didn't you ask me, though? There's, like, all these stickers here. Because the piece is, like, 8.5 by 11. Something like that. And so, I'm like, these stickers here are, like, 5 by 7, 4 by 5. Right? All of them. And then the big one, you really think that, this, is this a fucking sticker? I'm like, this is a, a photo print. It was just the craziest shit to me. And, but then I'm like, I can't, I don't know her. I, you know, I was like, I can't flip out on this girl. That's not going to help anybody. But I was just like, whoa, what happened to, like, asking questions and shit? Like, if you don't know, like, I'm like, I should dock your ass for the cost of that, but I'm not going to do that. Anytime. Yeah. Heavy, strong wind, it means get your ass out of the house now. And I get restless yeah. and I have to move quickly. But I wasn't moving quickly. By the time I got there, it was too late to catch what she did. But so, like, four plates for the price of one. She's like, oh, I thought this was a set of four. I was like, it doesn't say set of four. It says unit price. Yeah. What? No, it doesn't say four. And I'm sure that that question came up. Like, I'm sure the people buying them were probably like, oh, this, oh, wow, it comes with all four? Like, that was... She's like, let me make an executive decision on Oh, that. no, These I was... These can't be that expensive. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. Yeah, I was like, she, it, yeah, she had this tiny little voice, which is so meek and quiet. And I was like, girl, how do you live your life? She was so <laughs> quiet. I was like talking to her across the room and she Mark just, I couldn't quiet. hear her. Your sister ain't that quiet. She is. I hear her speak though when she's talking to me, when she's right there. Mm -hmm. 
This girl, I couldn't hear her talk. She was just like... Maybe she grew up around bullying. I don't know. I think it's something to do with, like, everyone's on the internet all the time. They don't fucking talk to each other. Like, the phone and shit. Because we used to just talk to... Yeah. I think it's just a... Because I was just like, there's no way that... I still speak to kids and old people. Yeah. Most everyone in between was in the art conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the kids are into the iPads and all, too. Yeah. My friend's daughter says she wants to marry her iPad or her banana. She loves bananas. Well, they are delicious. She's like, they can have an iPad banana baby. Maybe. Maybe by then, baby. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, I just have my niece and stuff. We just hang out. We don't have any screen time or sweets. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty though. Sometimes I'll put the TV on so I can finish working. That's different though, I think. We were raised by TV and we came out okay. I think it's like the, um, well, I don't have a TV anyway. I'll be showing her that shit, but we'll paint and then I will put on some shit she doesn't want to watch. Like I'll put on like right No, girl. I wouldn't, ne- I can't do her like that. But like I don't listen to NPR anymore. That's super. Political, Political. It's just like a Trump station or some shit. I'm like, what? Trump station? Well, it's so... Everything is so... Well, but to me, it just is, too. It's like, you're still talking about him. Like, we're still (laughs) fucking talking about... I just want, like, listen to car talk and, like, you know, Terry Gross interview people and shit. But, um... It's gotten, like, super political. But, no, I I put, like, Schoolhouse Rock. She hates that shit. I'll put on, like... What's that? It's like, um... You know, in the 70s, it was like the cartoons that taught you about numbers and taught you, oh, I'm a cool. bill. Yeah, which it's, but everything now is so, like, high definition. She just looks at that and she's just like, what? This is so basic. Oh, God. It's, my, it's like, this is basic yeah. Shit. Remember when we were little, I watched, like, cartoons, black and white, and I was just, like, dying. I was like, oh, this is so bad. So you I think it's probably something like that. did, though? They taught you how to make things. And sometimes the special effects were way cooler. Like, oh, yeah. You had to work for it. Even those, um, the old, what's that one where he slays Medusa? Perseus? Was it old? Yeah. I think I saw that movie, for sure. We used to watch all those. Like, they were dope, though. They were dope. Mm-hmm. Like, Sinbad and stuff. Those oh are really God, fucking though, cool. Those right? are really fucking cool. Yeah, I show my niece stuff like that. You know, or Rocco's Modern Life. That's like the the thing, the newest thing. Oh, we watched Sesame Street. It's yeah, no, well, a little bit Sesame Street sometimes. Back when she was really, really little, you know, numbers and all that stuff. But now I just I'll put on something that I don't mind watching. I don't want to watch Sesame Street. I'm I like, watch. I have to watch Peppa Pig. Oh, I watched so much Peppa Pig. I watched. I have watched. No, that shit's basic. It is the worst. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so I'm like, this is so dumb, but also I'm like, it's for little kids. But can you challenge them a little bit? Just a little bit. They're just like, Father <laughs> I want to splash in this puddle. I want to smell this flower. Oh and they love it. Yeah, she loves it. How was going the suit? to go pick up Turtle Tim. Ugh. Whatever the hell turtle's called. Did you see that stuff on YouTube? It was like people were making Oh, good, good, good. Um, People were making what? They were making, like, um, Pepper Pig, Peppa Pig parodies that were violent. Like, they would be cooking each other. Like, I want to fuck you up. Yeah. That would be fun. I would watch that. (laughs) (laughs) You probably made them. Somebody was making them and putting them on YouTube, so they would be on the playlist. There was that other stuff with the, um, what's it called? Whatever it is, with the deaf lady telling people to go commit suicide. Oh, the Momo thing. Momo, that's what it was called. Oh yeah. Yeah. The chicken lady looking thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does look like a chicken. Yeah. 
Um, I went grocery shopping at Whole Foods yesterday. It was so expensive. But I didn't have any, like, I didn't have anything. So, what, expensive? Yeah. Because I usually go to, like, the Korean spot for my produce and just get a ton of produce. That place is organic. Well, I don't even care about that. I just, I just, it was convenience. I didn't have any groceries. No, but I need to get some groceries. When you do your organic, I notice it's better. It helps. I mean, I believe you. But I don't know if I'm paying extra. I go to the Koreans. They, they give you like a bundle for 60 cents of parsley and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just pray over it. Love <laughs> <laughs> to the Lord. I mean, the ancestors filter all these chemicals. All of them. We're taking in so many chemicals anyway. We must be like mummified. That's why we live in a Earth house. What is that? That's when they... It's Great Wall. Great Wall of China. Oh, a mixture of concrete, clay, and sand. And of course, water to mix everything. You have to mix it little by little because whatever you put down, you ram, you mix, you ram. Oh, ram because you smash it? It's compacted. So you put Mm. between two boards. We were practicing this kind of construction from the get-go. In Jamaica, they've always done that too, just with boards and filling with concrete. That's how they make the interesting columns on gates and stuff. Even these kind of stepped columns, and, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, same same principle. So you just ram the earth, and you add another layer. Ram, ram, ram. Cool. When are you gonna do that? Well, I'm getting twenty five tons of clay delivered to Portmore. That's what you were talking about the other day. Yeah. Oh, so you about to do it? No, I don't have any land yet, but that's my dad and my uncle's land. But I can. I asked them, and they said they let me store my clay there. Okay. Um, to get down there bushed out though there's bare maca bush everywhere and then we have to dig a little pit and then I want need to cover it with a little tarp cool yeah um I've been recording what but I'll cut it down you've been recording the whole time well I usually just start it oh and all that stuff we were seeing about Kara Walker I'll cut it down fuck her fuck <laughs> <laughs> about that. I don't you know I'm being honest I can, if you want, want me to take it out, I will. I'll do, you know, I'll... Uh, I don't know if I'll ever meet her. I don't care, like... I mean, I thought about it. I was like... But I don't fucking... I think it's... Her work is really damaging. I just think it's damaging. And I'm not afraid to say it. Well, she's damaged. Yeah, she's a damn. We all person. are, man. Jesus Christ, though. Like, no, that shit like, is so about, offensive. It's not offensive. Of, it's just a lot like. Of harm was done to her as, as a kid. Just yeah. like. I don't know. But why she, you gotta harm other people? It's like. When, well, she just you know, doesn't care anymore. She's like, yeah. I won't burn all of this down. Like, burn it. Like, that's. Yeah. I think that's her mentality, you know? Anyway. Um, I like this door with this key. Oh, yeah. Of. I know my niece loves that thing. She just. Her mind's so goes crazy with it she was just remember when you did the robotics class uh-huh i can see it just turning like animated and uh-huh. it's turning uh-huh uh-huh i know just a machine that does nothing it just turns but it doesn't open the door or yeah. lock it yeah that'd be cool i'm gonna see how this sounds no i just started rec- i recorded i just always just start recording Cause then it's like I feel like otherwise I'm like okay now let's start and then we change 
who switched we are. Me. Yeah, like you switched, okay. but it's like we already been talking. Did I kind of switch a bit when you told me? I think I probably did. I'm you sorry. probably did, <laughs> but I gotta tell you at some point. <laughs> I don't. It's very naughty of you. I know, girl. I'm bad. I love being bad. So you, you scroll through this one too? No, that's uh, Vincenzo's. That's cool. Was like five years ago. Oh my god! Once my grandmother, I don't, I don't know, I don't think you were there at my house. I had a house party. My mom was there. No, I don't think I've ever met your mom. Oh, okay, yeah. so you were in my. I don't know. I just thought you were there. I thought you were there this whole time. You'll meet my mom. She's she's hilarious. She's great. So it was me, Kiana, Yanji, and like, I don't know, Kareem probably. And maybe my friend Brandis. I don't remember who else was there, but Kiana was seeing some guy. He was like some boy she liked. And she liked the wackest motherfucking dudes ever always. But she's married now. She's like got a great husband or whatever. She broke the habit. But so she brings this guy that looks like Bob Marley. Like straight up. He's fine as fuck. He looks uh -huh. like Bob Marley. Okay. And so, you know, he's there or whatever. And, my, and we're all having wine. Oh my, and Grady was there. I don't know if you knew Grady, uh, the girl from upstate. She's like my my boo so grady's there she's giving my grandma all this wine my grandma loves to drink but she was old that. at that point you know <laughs> she was like 89 91 or some shit we're probably like in 90 years old and so she, we're like having wine this involve young Bob Marley? yeah so we're like at my house you know in brooklyn and red hook and it was like a really nice house party we had food and all the thing music da, da, da. we're all getting fucked up and then um my grandmother grabs him by his hair, by his motherfucking dreadlocks. His dreadlocks were like down his back. <laughs> she grabbed him, got a like a lock on his ass, and like pulled him in. And was like, give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He was freaked out. He was like, ah! we were like, oh, oh, and she was dead ass serious. She was, and I was Did like, you well, her a kiss? no. He was pulling back. He was like. I was like, dude, just give the old lady a kiss. Like, it would be over. Just I don't know, though. Kiss her on her forehead. Right? So, I mean, she's 90. He he literally was, like, yanking his head back as far as he could. And she's got her claws into his hair. She's just Did like, she pull out any dreadlocks? No, they were, like, big ones. She's like, <laughs> he, you know, she's like. And I'm like, oh, you know, because my grandmother, she has, like, all these kids. And they ain't got the same fathers, you know? No. Like, and two of the fathers are black. I was like, oh, because she loves black dudes. She does like this. <laughs> yes. My grandma was... I love oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, my God. I forgot about that shit. Everybody has a crush on my grandma when they meet her. Because they think she's so beautiful. Like, I don't know. She's really good looking. She's much more pretty than all of us put together. Like, even in her late 80s. And you guys are really pretty. Nah. Not yes, you are. You're handsome mm -hmm. as fuck. Handsome, I know See? I'm handsome, but like, like pretty, like pretty you're like beautiful. really pretty. What the fuck are you talking about? Look not at you. Not like grandma, not like okay. Them. Yeah, I want to see a photo. They're really cute. Do you have a photo of your grandma? I would have to show you online. Okay. You don't have Wi-Fi here, right? I do. You do? Mm -hmm. I could show you. I don't know the call. Damn, why don't I know the password? You could try adding her on Facebook. You'll see her profile picture. I don't even have Facebook, girl. You don't have Facebook? Mm -mm. What are you? I know. 
I mean, but Instagram is owned by Facebook. Yeah, I know. I'm up in this bitch. Like, I don't watch TV or none of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I just plant flowers and smoke weed. What's that Twitter stuff? (laughs) I don't have Twitter. I had a Twitter, but I was like, what the fuck is this Twitter stuff? I don't literally. I've never really gotten into it. I did it for like a week twice, you know? I was just like, I don't. I don't fucking want to do it. I love Reddit. I love Reddit so much. What What do you do on Reddit, though? Oh, girl. Look at the dumbest shit ever. Just memes. Yeah. Like, memes. And then I look at, like... Pro- I mean, honestly, mostly memes. I look at, um... Like, I'll show you. Like, some nature shit. Nature cool stuff. Or, like, animals. I look at the dumbest shit. That's my TV. Like... Yeah, I like um, shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. That's <laughs> yeah, I like stuff like this, or like this, cat videos. <laughs> that is cute. He's doing yoga. Um, and then the, oh yeah, they have like this really cool, like a lot of like SpongeBob shit. I look at Twitter through Reddit though, basically, so I don't <laughs> contribute. So it's like this is bikini bottom Twitter, uh-huh. but it's on Reddit. So it's just screenshots of bikini bottom Twitter, which is just SpongeBob memes. I just yeah, that's funny. SpongeBob is funny. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. I like listen to podcasts. I listen to jazz, and I've been illustrating a lot and you animating. Listen to that jazz. I listen to fucking terrible jazz, girl. Some of that shit is so you corny. Mean, like, oh yeah, or like the one where it's like the remixes of '90s songs. It's like it'll be. Ugh. You listen to that bastard jazz. <clears throat> I don't like listen to it, those, but it's, those cats, it's on. Those cats from the '60s would be like, I don't know, I spit on your grave. I know. Yeah, I, I realize that. I'm keeping jazz alive, man. I just put it on the jazz section because I don't want to listen to, like, Drake anymore. I mean, if I go out and stuff, he's playing dope. He makes yeah, great party can, music. I can only listen to so much Top 40. Yeah, they play the same shit over and over and again. And just start feeling so less. And then and I'm then, like, why do I know this song? And then I just switch it to, um, you know, like an R&B station for a bit. Even hearing something from the 90s songs. Yeah. Better, or, like, some old school 80s songs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, I listen to a lot of uh, Beats One, like Frank Ocean has a radio station on there. I love his station Frank so Ocean's much. Cool. Yeah, I love him. He moved Frank to New York. Ocean. I heard he moved to New York. Frank Ocean. Let's gay. go hang out. I love him. He's cute. He's such a little beautiful queen. Uh, yeah, I listen to that. Or I find a lot of music on iTunes. I listen to music and shit. I I don't know. Frank Ocean doesn't sing. Tell me your location. No, that's Khalid, uh, Khalid or Khalid. Okay. This nigga says Khalid. DJ Khalid? No, no, it's not oh, no, Khalid. Khalid. Okay. Yeah, not not oh. DJ Khalid. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's up too. We met him. We did this. Oh my God, we did this shoot. Baron had a shoot, and I was like, "Can I please assist you?" And Baron like never says yes to anything. He's like, "No, he's done it all. He doesn't care." And I'm like, "It's DJ Khalid. I want like let's go." And then we went. And I was bartending. It was one of the last nights I bartended. And I went... Oh, um, at At Max Fish. I think I was at Max Fish. I stopped working at Vaughn by this time. This was, like, for Paper Magazine, the cover of Paper Magazine. Mm-hmm. It was, like, two or three years ago. Okay. And so maybe it was Vaughn. I don't know. Anyway, it was, like, definitely an all-nighter. I was up until, like, six or some shit. And the shoot wow. was at ten. 
And I'm like, oh my God. But I'm like, I'm fucking meet DJ Khaled. Like, hell yeah. I've never been excited about meeting anybody for sure. But he's just kind of yeah, a positive dude surprised. and shit. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I'm like, oh, he's a really nice dude. Like, he's doing cool shit. My um, barber who cut the, the, sun, the lotus in the back of my head. He cut DJ Khaled's hair too. Oh, you got, you got the game. You got the game. That's cool. He nicked me twice, though. So I was like, I don't know. I hope I don't have any Khaled in my bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> he was super professional. He was so... It was cool because he was like... He walked in. He he played for Beyonce the night before. And then so I'm thinking like, oh, he's going to be there like really late. He was like an hour late, which is fine. Coming from Baltimore. And he took like a B10 shot. Is it B6 or B10 shot? From, or B12, right? He was like kind of sick, took a shot, like, and then made it to the shoot. It was super nice, and his wife was pregnant, and she was. It was like he was just with her. He was just like, "What do I, do I look good?" And she was like, "Oh, but you look good. Like, here, let me fix this thing. You should hold it like this." He's like, "Like this," and I was like, "This is the sweetest shit I've ever seen in my life." That's cute. It was so cute, and then He's it just watched, a regular person. Yeah, he was really cool, and then there was kind of like groupies there, but they weren't there for him. They, of course, they were, but he. It wasn't like he was like, oh, come in here. They just probably knew someone that worked there and got mm-hmm. in. And he didn't fucking look over at them at all. And I was like, this motherfucker is rad. He's got his... His wife was like eight or nine. She was like eight months pregnant at that time. Her name's Nicole. She was so kind, you know. And I was like, they're just the shit. This is the shit. It was super inspiring. I'm like, because he just was kind of like, oh, yeah, we out here. They don't want you to... Whatever, they don't want you to have a major key. They don't want you to travel. All this stuff, that's what, you know, that's fucking true. So I really like, I really like his work. I'm a fan of Diddy Khaled and Frank Ocean. All right, if you ask me what he, he really did or sang, I just wouldn't be able to tell you. All I can say is DJ Khaled. That's all you got to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, no, 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 Because no. he just makes the music, so he's not like rapping. Wild Horses? No, Wild, Wild, Wild. Oh, yeah, Wild. Right, with Rihanna. Yeah. Okay. Wild thoughts. Wild wild thoughts. Hear me yeah. the horses. Jesus. Like that Santana song. Yeah. Um. No, that's cool. I like him. So, but yeah, let's more about. Let's not talk about DJ Khaled anymore. Let's talk about you, girl. What's up? What's up with me? Yeah. How are you? <sighs> Feeling a little like burnt out. You know. I came up here. I did my thing. Did my you little did, you show. did your thing. I did hey, my little thing. So tell me about what you did. Um, I did a little installation. So I had maybe about I wanna say one, two, three, four, one, two, three, seven, seven or eight lighting pieces that I had oh, you set did? up. Yeah. Nice. Um had to, you know, anchor them to wall and those motherfuckers are trying to charge me sixteen hundred dollars to fill back those holes. Mm. Oh, they didn't even tell me to fill the holes. They just gave me a bill. I was like, Oh, oh they were like, we'll do it. Yeah. Fuck that. Next time, fill your holes. Anyway, I'm going to fight them on that because they didn't have that in the contract. Um. So, basically, I had the lighting installation and then I had um, what I call the urchin collection, which I really had from the beginning. So, uh-huh. it's just like a, like a cohesive collection of crockery, sculpture, and lighting, and everything is sea-inspired. So there's, like, sea urchins and sand dollars and, you know, just cool stuff. But I'm really interested in my new collection because it's, like, a mixture of ceramics and metal and wood. And, you know, it's more geometric. There's um kind of more references to, like, mathematics and sacred nice. geometry. And 
you know, cosmic stuff. That's why it's called Star Seeds. So, um, kind of reminds me of my friend Candice. Big ups to Candice, hey. living in Treasure Beach, living the dream, being a, you know, <laughs> a star seed on this lonely planet. Star seed? Yeah, she's a Pleiadian. So, um, what, what made you name it that star seed? Well, I just I wanted this to be like a gift from, you know, the stars cool yeah and it's kind of like a nod to more just spiritual rootsy grounded collection so i'm mm-hmm. going to integrate a little bit more wood into it and i'm going for the metals i want to keep everything you know copper white wood like cedar nice and dark you know and then i'm putting more geometric shapes and patterns and i get when i start free carving the pieces and they get really you know geometric i just yeah i feel a very satisfied feeling from that that's cool because you started you're making um so you, you're making these sea urchins yes right so that's probably made thousands of sea urchins by now oh little sea urchin now like little um what are, are they so they're different lighting they're, they're, they're sculptural so you can you know basically just have them as sculpture um and people like to collect a whole bunch of them because i made them a whole bunch of different colors sizes patterns so you know you could collect one in every size and pattern and you'd still you might have about 250 different combinations that you could Mm -hmm. get like it's a lot so that's really cool why'd you start making those i started with the teapot because you're so prickly Yes, and I've got my guards up. I don't know. No, I'm just fucking with you. But I'm you make I'm salty on the you're inside. Salty. You're like really sweet, soft and gooey on the inside. People are always trying to suck the shit out of me. <laughs> but you're freaking nigga. So okay, so you started making those because you. So I'm gonna back it all the way up. First of all, we'll come back. Back, back, back it up. Back it up. DJ Khaled. I know. Basically, I know. Where is DJ Khaled? Where you at? Um. So okay, so we met in college. And then, then you were here at, at the, we were at the new school together. Yes. We met a bunch of rad ass people that are doing really yeah, cool yeah. shit, man. It's fucking so cool. You're doing Cover such your cool Amazon shit. Amazon self one day into the computer. <laughs> I was like, oh, who are you? You're an artist. Oh, hi, my name is Constance. I just got, I got into that school. I was so fucking surprised. Because I had a GED and shit and I studied independently, but I didn't. I used to, I used even to love think about it. people about you. I was like, Yo, I got this friend Constance at a new school. When she has to pay her school fees, she just take a bag of money. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I tell them that they don't fucking believe me. I'm like, no. I was, like, that bitch I was paying in cash. Rolls up in like, the tank with a bag of money oh, and just Hank drops it on the console. I remember once I had change in that bitch. Yeah, I had change. change. You had them counting out the change. Yep, counting out. I mean, they didn't the ask any questions, right? No, like, they were Where just like, they were just like, yeah, girl, yeah, girl. I mean, they probably just like, oh, she's a fucking stripper. Or you know, a lot of dollar sure. bills in there. A lot of dollar bills. Say like, no, I'm a bartender. It was like, cause you know, I would get off of work. It's it's much different now, because like um, now I have like account you know i'm like it's different i don't have cash like that because i'm not just making fucking yeah yeah i'm like plugged in but you got a bank account that's fucking right you You do things online i do some stuff online like that shit i oh my god yeah i would get off of work and i would just stuff all my money into like a purse Uh like a stripper you know and i would just fucking stuff that shit and then it'd be time to go and pay for college Every semester, it was like, I didn't know if I was going to pay for class. And once I didn't have enough money, and I was like down in the, you know, on the, in the basement or whatever, 
I don't want to turn this shit off. I'm like down in the basement and um, I didn't have enough money. I was like, I think 500 short. It was between five and $800. It was, and it wasn't happening. Like, you know. Oh, oh you're down God. in the basement at Vons? Yeah, no, I was down in the, sorry, down in the basement at Parson, oh, like Parsons. on 15th Street, uh-huh. where the financial, like, registrars and shit, because I would have to go to the registrar to, before I could sign up for my classes. And I went down there, and I was like 500 or 800 short, and then I just started crying. I was Because cr- I had all the change and shit. I was like, there were, it was like two people helped me count the money. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was like crying. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm like I'm not gonna get eight hundred dollars today. This is it. This is it." You know, I'm, I'm just gonna... waiting for that thing where you say, "And then eight hundred dollars lands in my lap because I'm that lucky bitch." It said. did. Well, yeah. Why you tell me how it landed in the lap? No, girl. Did, did a did a baby dog drive? I had a baby. It was eight hundred dollars. I know the guy. I was just crying, and so the guy, like one of the counselors, he just had pity on me. He was just like looking at me <laughs> with disgust, really. It was like, come here. It was like, you're, you're very lucky. Your parents, because of your parents, just thank them. I found a scholarship for you. And I was like, what? And I haven't said it with tears in my eyes. I was like, what? He's like, I found a scholarship for you. And I was like, what? You know, I didn't even, I don't even know what it was. But he, yes, it fell on my lap that day. Oh my God. But that's why you cried. It's like something nudged you. Because if you hadn't no cried, then... What is it? My friend always says God um God answers people's tears or God understands the language of tears. So yeah. if you're crying it was and you really I was it, serious. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. right about that. Yeah, I was dead serious. And it was like full in that bitch. It was not just me down there. It was a lot of people students and stuff. This <laughs> is six foot one lady crying. Yeah, that was cool. I saw you you were wearing camo shorts and a linen top and you had your hair out and it was wavy i was like she's so pretty you were talking to den who i can't remember oh that's her there that's her on the top you see on the top photo on the wall with the afro but she doesn't wear afro but that's her face that's a painting that Nick- mcleen thomas did of her it was at the brooklyn museum i just don't recognize this girl are you Damn. sure i was talking yes about? yes i'm maybe you had a class or, i don't know you but you guys were talking and that's when i met you Oh, yeah. And then that's when I met you, and then I saw you. Then I saw you the next day. Yeah. She's gonna be fucking pissed, dude. No. I'm gonna cut this part out. Alright. If you saw her, you would, I'm telling you. Her name was Marveline. It's okay. Anyway, yeah, that's when we met. And it was cool. I liked it in school. It was fine. You ain't like it. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, I liked it because I just didn't... I didn't have any expectations, I think. So, for me... And, you know, like, growing up in Detroit, being all poor and shit, like, I just didn't think of those spaces. They didn't feel like they're for me, and I didn't think that I belonged there. And I was younger. Now I just don't care, but I was certainly intimidated. But I just... I applied, and I got in, and I was like, oh. Oh, wait. I'm fancy, too. Um... I, I just have this problem where I don't read. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't read sometimes. So I didn't understand that I had, um, you know, when you have privileges as like a, a senior or even a, a junior or mm-hmm. something. Well, it was a two-year master's anyway. But you did your, ma- you were doing your master's on yeah. you? Oh, you're super smart. Right. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know if you transferred I'm, in. I'm not even. You are. 
I, I never applied in time for certain classes. So, like, I think my whole last year I was in classes. I didn't like, like, I was just, I even thought of walking away and then coming back so mm-hmm. that I could, you know, actually get into classes I actually like mm-hmm. and wanted to. But I missed out on, like, all of the best classes that people are always like, yeah, this is what you come to the new school for. Oh, yeah. I mean, I my problem with reading has gone so far that I missed one of my graduations at the new school. <laughs> You did? I did. I didn't walk down the... Uh, what? <laughs> the the big one? No, I went to the big-ass one that, that's, that's at Madison Square yeah. Gardens or wherever. It's a smaller Ours one. Ours was at Jacob for Javits. Ge- for general studies? Yeah. I should have gone to the smaller one um, at the chapel. They have a chapel. Where oh, because we did an auditorium there. And I just remember being like, bitch, you lazy. Like, I'm looking at the people up on stage, do, you know, like with honors and shit. And I was like... I'm smarter than them. I'm just fucking... I procrastinated too much. I would just be like, oh, two weeks for this paper. <laughs> Give me 20 minutes. No. Give me two days, though. Damn, you ain't graduate. You ain't walk across that stage. I did it at Madison Square Gardens as just the one specific one. And then when everyone was like, hey, Vicky, where were you at the other graduation? Oh. I was like, there was another one. <laughs> It's like, that's my story of my life. I'm always missing out on things because it's like, I don't read the fine print. Well, don't check funny. out my emails. Like, I'm just in my own world. Like, Miss mm-hmm. Naughty Professor here, you know? That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Well, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to go there. Um, I don't think that they mailed me my certificate because I owe them, like, a library book, so. That's the only, what? A library book. Yeah, I was like, you guys, I gave you fucking literal tear money. I was like, give you nickels. And shit, and it was like some twenty dollar fucking book, and they would not mail it me my diploma. Well, you could go pick it up now. Yeah, I don't want that shit. No one's even asked me for it. I've never been asked for it. People, I've got, I got jobs. Like, well, it was good to go to that school though because you can get some fucking jobs, right? Like, it's before I got out of college. I got a, a job teaching English. My certification was not even finished. I got a job. At Weeksville. Weeksville, yeah. Yep. I remember. Yep, they, like, created that shit for me. And, oh, my God, that place changed my life for sure. But, yeah, I... I, Weeksville is next to Brownsville, right? Weeksville is... uh, It's, like, near... It's next to Crown Heights. And I guess Brownsville. They're all in the same area. Yeah, they're in the same area. So, you know, that was... That was... That feels like a million years ago. My gosh. So, how'd you end up at the new school? Um... I just wanted to do some kind of a film school and uh, I don't know I don't know if I ever told you this story how I applied to NYU and I actually went into the interview rounds but I didn't understand what was happening to me like I was literally shaking throughout the whole interview and I was in the most mismatched thing I've ever worn in my whole life. And when they asked me what my favorite movie was. <laughs> so you're all uncomfortable. You're like, uh, uh, uh. No, I told them Jeepers Creepers. You did? Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> what are you talking about? It was it was really bad. And oh, no. I, no, I found out. like literally. Why'd you say that? I don't know. Why? Why? Did you just see it or something? No. What the fuck? I was septic. I found, I'm sorry. I got hospitalized that very weekend. So let's say the interview was Wednesday. By the Saturday, I was finally in the hospital. So your ass went crazy. They, like My um, right kidney had been blocked up with urine for possibly... Because I was feeling pain from the oh. Monday night. So maybe from the Saturday, it was blocked you up with urine. So my jeepers, creepers. Yes. 
It was my favorite movie. I told them that. Wow. I mean, and they were like, do you read? I was like, of course I read. They are like, what were your last books you read? And I was like, I just listed it off. Like, I, at the time, I was reading at least one book a week. I'd go to the library, check yeah. out books every week. I'm very well read. I mean, I come from Swarthmore, and that is why I'm really surprised by that movie choice. I'm sorry, it wasn't, I'm hung up on it's it. It's not my favorite movie. I know it's no one's. No, but I love. But you were I, sick though. I liked when the the monster was like. Um, I was like, I know that guy is gay as hell. Whoever directed this film, because he's he he makes a monster only like um, like male victims. Oh. Because he's he's searching and sniffing the fear oh. out of people, but is he just the never? He has more of a ken for <laughs> like men. Like, this guy, this girl I, I grew up with was in that movie. Oh, it was. I yeah. mean, it's so random. It's a terrible movie. There's just one scene, the one scene where the, he's in the prison, the monster's in the prison, and the the camera is like panning from left to right, and then there's a little spotlight because you know they have flashlights yeah. looking for him. He's just eating. He's eating in the dark, and you just see him in Ew. between this prisoner's legs, and the legs <gasps> are going like this. Oh my god! Like it looks like he's fucking him, but he's really just eating him. But he's oh, he was fucking him too, probably a little he's probably bit. Fucking he was him fucking him and, and him. eating him. <laughs> he's a real freak. He's a freaky dicky monster. <laughs> you don't take him out tomorrow. <laughs> he's like, I got some fucking. Oh uh, well. Well, all right. So it's so not, it's a good movie. Maybe that's I, why I it stuck out. I don't even really have a favorite movie. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I have movies like from childhood that I have lots of nostalgic love for. I have some movies that whenever they're on TV, I have to watch them. Like mm-hmm. I have a compulsion. And then there's movies where I mean, like they're not movie? they're not even the best movies, but you take a scene from every movie and you just love these scenes. Like what movies yeah. do I love? Um, that I always have to watch. If you, if it, like it was on right now and it's and halfway I, through, what would you, you would watch it? I'd have to watch it. Probably Fifth Element. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. So after, so you, you didn't make it past the second round. You were rejected from NYU. Yeah, that's they, a bummer. They so, thought I was on drugs. I know they thought I was a drug addict or something. Like I was shaking the whole time. Like I looked like I was. In they did, were they like, are you okay? No. They didn't ask me once if I was okay. Because <laughs> I feel like I'd be like, mm, she might, let's give her a second try. No. And then I left a really long, jumbly message on the admissions coordinator's um, oh, no. thing afterwards. And yeah, nobody ever got back to me after that. But Damn. I mean, I wrote some really wicked things for them. And yeah, I made it to that round. And That's good stuff. If I hadn't have had that kidney issue with the kidney stones i might have even been in there but if you would have never if you would have never got that kidney stone we would have met because i would have gone to nyu yeah and i fucked those kids i went to the new school right i have friends at nyu well i mean and they're in shit tons of debt their thing is like fifty thousand a year yeah it's wildly wildly expensive yeah i see i was paying my cash paying cash (laughs) just getting laughed at Oh my gosh! So how? So then you went to the new school. You, did you apply to other schools, or you just were, after not getting into NYU? I think I applied to Temple, and I might have applied to some kind of school in Boston, but it was like too far. Oh yeah. So what? What? How'd you get into Swarthmore? How'd you end up going there? Cause you came. So you came from Jamaica, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I got like a full financial aid packet basically to go to Swarthmore. Nice. So um, I didn't get into a whole bunch of schools either. 
like I remember it was probably just Swarthmore and like two others. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Swarthmore was the best school and they offered me the best financial aid package. Okay. Like there's no brainer. So I just went. Okay. Even though like I had another um schoolmate from high school who got accepted and she's like, But Vicky, did you look at the brochure? And I was like, Me again, I have a problem with reading. So <laughs> I was like, like no. I was like, yeah, I didn't look at some of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> You, like, fanned yourself with it one night when you were yeah. hot. Put it like, down. <laughs> they look a little eccentric. She's like, um, that's just you putting it lightly. She's like, these people just do not look like anything we're used so to. So what was Swarthmore like? It was random. It was random. You had all these little cliques. And, I mean, it was like walking into a high school movie. Is except it, it was, like, Dungeons and Dragons meets, like, sororities. But they don't even have sororities and fr- frats anymore, really. Mm. Actually, no, they had they had two at the time. Um, DU and what is it? I always call it Fi side, but it was so anyway, I can't even mm. remember. Um yeah, I mean Was it a big school? It, no, it's small. It's very small, the classes are very intense, the workload is intense, mm. like you're expected to do all the readings to really contribute to class, like you know, you don't coast, you can't coast there. Okay. Yeah, you'll get swallowed up. Yeah, that's what I liked about the new school and the classes I was at. It was it was also very annoying. Because you're like you gotta do the work, otherwise you you look like an asshole, and yeah. it's obvious that you yeah. didn't do that shit. No, I I mean I, f- I felt like a thing bad in some of the classes. Obviously, I didn't do the readings. So <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's one thing I, I do like to do is I like to talk, so it always be like yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like speaking about it, they're like, no, that was no, not in the book. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is this lame yeah, talk? Obviously, about? didn't do the reading. <laughs> <laughs> So you grew up in Jamaica. Um, tell me about where you come from. Um, I come from Stony Hill. So I was raised in Stony Hill. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a hotel. Oh, for real? Yeah, for the first like four years, four or five years. I finally actually went back to look at my little room in my hotel. And then cool. I realized it was actually like a closet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was so tiny. I was like, oh my God, me and Marco, this was our room. And we used to have like these little bunk beds in there. But it was like a closet. Like I felt like a giant in that room. And I was like, wow, this is how we started. And then I went into the main part. My parents had built these shelves. To divide like the living room and the kitchen room the kitchen from their bedroom and it's like this is really small too but when i was a kid mm-hmm. i just thought everything it was giant yeah it was so big it's luxurious yes it was enough for me we're living yeah. in a hotel like and i love that hotel um so your parents own a hotel my grandma my your grandma did yeah okay yeah and what do they so they sold it or they still it's, have they, it they sold it we sold it in like i want to say 2007 or so I think, like, when I met you, you still had ties to that hotel. You still talked about it. Yeah, no, they just literally sold it in 07. And I think I met you in 07. Yeah. That's when I started school. Yeah, I think yeah. that literally you were like, oh, we're we're selling the hotel. And I was like, whoa, y'all are rich. <laughs> I was like, your family has oh, a hotel. Oh, my God. That place was, I mean, it was beautiful. It had really lovely bones, but... It had old plumbing, old electric work. It used to leak maybe about 10,000 U.S. in, like, uh, water bills every oh month. God. So, yeah, it was it was really stressful keeping it. That sounds wild. That's cool. What was it like growing up in Jamaica? Cool. Jamaica yeah, is a you different do? place. Yeah. What do you mean? I went to school. I hung out with my family. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was Were just you bad? I was a kid. 
No, I was so good. My mom was so strict. Like, yeah, you're a good girl. I mean, I, there's a couple of incidents in childhood where, like, I'd probably bite my sister. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I used to get whoopings. I would, yeah, I would get my ass beat for that shit. Yes, oh, whoopings. I remember them. Them call it beating. I would get beating. We would get, we would get whoopings. I remember once, I, my father. I was really little. Mm-hmm. I was, and it was like on the on the west side of Detroit. We lived across from this graveyard and shit, and it was like super goth, you know. It was like goth nineties. And my dad was on the phone with his landlord, and he hung up the phone and called him like a bitch. And so, the landlord called, and I answered the phone and called him a bitch. <laughs> and then my dad heard me though, and give you a whooping. Oh, actually, no. My dad left, and when the phone like rang, I answered the phone, and I thought it was a landlord, so I called him a bitch. But it was my dad on the other line, mm-hmm. and so he was like, "What?" You know, and I was like, "Oh, uh, I just was backing you up." You know, I was so little, like four or five, and then he came home, and but I remember like I got a. I might get my ass kicked. And so I mixed up, like, all this Pepto-Bismol and, like, medicines, Robitussins, and, like, Ajax and all this shit. And I mixed it up and, like, put it on the floor like a throw-up. And I left it there. I was like, I got sick. (laughs) You are so random. Oh, my God. I was so stupid. You were trying to host your pain. I was like, I don't feel good. I just threw up Ajax. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like we can smell everything. Yeah, I know. Could you imagine? It smells like. Oh my god, I didn't get in trouble. They probably just like good try. You get an A for effort. Yeah, that's really cool. So, like, how'd you end up coming to the states? Well, um, I didn't really want to practice law or anything <gasps> like that or do medicine. Nah. Oh, no, okay. My sister wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah, your sister's a lawyer, right? But there's just like really a couple of departments you can go into at um, University of the West Indies, and yeah, oh, okay. we just we just started looking because we knew we could get good financial aid and scholarships and stuff in the states. So I went to. That's really cool. Yeah, I just went to like one of those sat prep places, and Miss mm-hmm. Brownwell, she's like, "What is it, Verisan?" She um did like my psych profile said you'd actually fit in on a good school and she was like oh but um sarah lawrence this is predominantly a gay school and i was like I'm okay. ching <laughs> i was like oh, i think i'm okay with that okay, like, i'm really? okay with that mm, i guess i'll learn a lot <laughs> like, i like the small class sizes and um that seems fine so that's cool yeah when they did my psych profile small college basically so Sarah Lawrence, is it Benetton? Benetton? Mm-hmm. Benetton? I don't know. Vassar, like a whole bunch of those smaller kind oh, of okay. liberal arts. I'm like, arches. huh? That's what we all we applied to, at least I did. Um, so those are like small, really highfalutin colleges, right? Top tier, mm. yeah, top tier liberal arts. Because they're not, not Ivy League. They're not anything. Ivy League, but no. they're like under, they're like right there though. Yeah, I guess. That's a re- yeah, it is. That's really I mean, cool. There there are people who actually like okay, so they get accepted in Swarthmore and Harvard. They turn down Harvard and come to Swarthmore because it's more challenging sometimes. Right, yeah. Although I highly doubt that. I don't know. I mean, but it's I just think that's just a name. Like even 
um, new school or studying at Parsons and all these places. That shit was really great. Have access. It's ac- it's access. It doesn't really matter about so the school. So you were in Parsons. I was in general studies, but I was at Parsons. But what I did because I that couldn't pay four years, and I transferred in. So I couldn't do the four-year program, which is really fine. It was, like, really fine because I come in there after studying independently. So I didn't want to just take art classes because I'm, like, I was 27 or 28. Like, I can draw, and I was already working as a welder and all that stuff. And so what do you think you are, flash dance? Hell, yeah, girl. I wish I could dance like that. I wish. And when I learn how to dance. You know, my dad taught me how to weld. I'm going to fucking show you. Yeah, it, what I was doing it. So when I went to the new school, it was it was like um, I pick and chose what I was doing, which mm-hmm. was mostly the arts. But um, I ended up taking the classes at Parsons because they had the classes that I wanted to fucking take, like sculpture and robotics or the illustration, which is now my illustration game is on point because of that. But I just basically would go, shit, I would go, I would show up on the first day. It was always full. They're like, this is not your department. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. I would go to the first class. And then after the class, I would go to the teacher and be like, hey, I just was here. I know three people didn't come. Because, you know, people drop out. Mm -hmm. And then I would go to the department head and bring my portfolio and, like, tell them I'm dead serious. And they would just be like, oh, okay. So it was, like, a lot of going to department heads and talking to counselors. I was super strategic with the with the new school. I loved You are smart. That You're shit. smart and then those rich motherfucking kids who had the studios that went into the Parsons four year program, they didn't use their studios. The studio on thirteenth Street, they were empty. Oh I used to love going there to visit oh, yeah. Misael. Yes. Such, I don't think I don't think so. Okay. Probably probably it's probably seen them is a woman. Misael? It's a dude? Yeah. Misael. I don't know. Short Mexican dude. Maybe if I've seen him around, though, you know? He he used to do a lot of screen, silk screening. I probably saw him in there, if it's it's the same time. I saw some people, I just didn't know their names, because I used a studio from one of my, uh, the kids in the robotics class, because I was, like, building shit for all of them. But she never was in there. No one was ever on that floor. And I would be in there like, this is crazy. They have a welding studio. No one's in it. Nobody's in it. And there's free metal everywhere. You know, I'm like, y'all the plasma cutter and shit. I was like, this is what made all and they were open till like midnight. So yeah, I would be there. Oh God. I loved Parsons. I loved it so much. I'm so happy I went to that school. I mean it was wildly expensive, but it, but I think like I'm happy that I waited to go to college later because I went in there like, okay. Y'all can't teach me how to draw, but I can learn about formatting. I can, and then also the computer lab. Like, mm-hmm. forget it. That shit was crazy. No, I used to love my little editing suite. You were so dope. So you, you now you're making sculptures. You're like, um, like you're an artist that knows how to do a bunch of different shit. And so when you were there, you were making video work. Yeah, websites. I, I did music video production and then like experimental video. Um, do you still do any of that? Uh, no, not really. Why I mean, not? I did a short film when I went to Jamaica, mm-hmm. and that was cool. But like, I haven't really sat down and made another film since. Um, do you think I've been you writing will? now? Yeah, I've been writing, and I want to. So yeah. I decided to just go take my ass to film school in Vancouver. You are? Yeah, I'm going for a month this year. Oh, you told me, but I, you're 
gonna go now yeah oh cool so my goal is to make a short film oh cool i'm gonna come see you and then make it into a bigger short film and then a feature length okay i don't know i kind of i keep seeing this kind of story about um like a woman um basically coming to terms with like sexual abuse as a child Mm -hmm. and just like i don't know becoming like her her own like she's healed she's healed on so many levels like there was this do you want me to cut this part out to save your idea yeah maybe okay (laughs) but i'll leave this part right here in so people will know that you're telling me about your fucking movie that's gonna come out it's like a little cross between all three like i like the oa but you don't watch TV, so you don't know about the OA. I don't know what the OA is. You, you see the look on my face. Is. I'm like, <laughs> empty eyes. It's so cool, though. Um, cool. It's well, I can't wait to see it. It's about death experiences who are being experimented on by this, um, like, mad scientist. It's on TV? It's on Netflix. And oh, it's on Netflix. This woman, um, I mean, I have some problems with it. But anyway... I mean, white savior, like always, like central always. white character, like she just, but she basically initiates them in this um kind of like dance, like a modern dance almost, and when they all do it, it's like a ritual that breaks across um you know time into new realities, so they can escape their their prison that that's they're a show actually caught in yeah. Oh. So that they literally escape because they cool. they do this ritual. Like it's really powerful. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I mean, I watch Netflix sometimes. Sometimes. But it, yeah. I'll get, I'll be like, I gotta do shit, because oh, I'll start. You know what I like is video games. I'll play video games. I don't play video games. I don't have, I have one. I but have no like. Mm, I got this shit on my phone. Like, um, I love it. Connection to video games at this point. This I, is like. I so mean, I know people who play PUBG. I know about Fortnite, but um, I don't actually play not that those stuff. games. I mean, like dumber games than that. This one's like you just drawing. You're like just drawing, words. It'll be like, oh, you have to draw, what it says. It'll be like watermelon or uh, basketball, and you draw one of them real quick with your finger. Uh-huh. Where do you draw it? On the screen with your finger. What's a spin? Well, spin, I don't know. It makes you spin sometimes, too. There's those parts I don't understand. I'm just like, ooh, just drawing? It's like horse. I'm like trying to draw the horse really fast. So after the new school, what what did you do after you didn't go to your graduation? <laughs> then what? Um, What did I do? I got a job working as an <sighs> editor. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, at BET, and, right? Oh, no, that was while I was still at the new school. Okay. Oh my god, I was such a little... <laughs> you were killing it! No, I was, I was nobody anybody should hire. I was always late. No, you were amazing! How? What are I, you talking about? I didn't understand authority. I was like, uh, no, you're I... writing me because I'm late? They're like, yeah, you're late. I'm like, is that really what your job is? They're like, yes, this is my job. <laughs> and I was like, don't you understand the concept of time is like um, a capitalist yoke like, throughout right, our They're next. like, no, it's not. This is Times Square. They're like, bitch, you gotta be to work on time. And I'm like, I just don't understand this. <laughs> so then you started working for yourself. Yeah, I mean, 
But when I left, I finally left New York. Because, I mean, I feel like every job I got, I either had to quit or I was fired. Because mm-hmm. I just couldn't keep a job. Yeah. I just could not keep a job. You like, went through a bunch of jobs, then. I always went You were so jobs. cute. You were, like, rollerblading around, like, making shit. Just, like, oblivious <laughs> as fuck. Just, like, getting fired and rehired. Hugging, but you got hugging homeless dope people. shit. This yeah. girl was like, I saw you hugging a homeless person on the street uh, the other day. And I was like, I know. And then you tried to touch my boob. Of course. You thought like, you gave him some. I was so upset. He he um rubbed my shoulder and then he went down to my, <gasps> my, my boob. And then I was like, what are you doing? He said, I was brushing off some lint on your shoulder. I'm like, how'd my shoulder reach down to my right breast? <laughs> and then... He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, listen, if we're going to work together, you can't fucking pull that again. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like... He was homeless? He's a homeless guy. I was going to film him for a short film. Oh. Man, you got to hire an actor, man. I got to hire an actor. Not, <laughs> not an a real homeless person. They got fucking issues, girl. <laughs> Shit, I guess unless you're like... In no, Cali. and then the poor guy, remember the security guard at um 12th Street... Uh, he was a bald black dude, like super built. He had like a really good butt. I would always, I would always tease him. I was like, that belt, it's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. died anyway, but he, oh, he did. He did. He randomly died, but um, I told him what the guy had done, and he's like, you know, I chased him off the block the other day because he was trying to tell me some weird stuff. Um, about you and this and that. It's like, yeah, he ran, oh. he ran him off the block because he was trying to bad mouth. He was like, that's my girlfriend. Say, like, that's my friend. Yeah, they all, all the security guards knew me. Do you hear the music next door? Yeah. Oh, it's about to get corny, I can tell. That's okay. So, you it's went. So <coughs> that's okay. It's yeah. like circus music. It's. <sighs> Fuck. What do they Fuck. make? Fuck. Um, it's a theater. It's a children's theater. No, I was gonna say it sounds like a puppet show or the circus yeah, or something. Yeah, it's some shit like that. It's like really. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm so conflicted because I'm like, oh no, make art. Like, keep making the art. But I'm like, why is it gotta be so next to me? Bad. <laughs> it's cute. Oh, though. all right. It's, it's, it's really random. Yeah. So, uh, it, so you left New York. So why did you? Uh, why did you leave New York? Well, why did you leave New York? Why did I leave New York? Because <laughs> I had I had really awful roommates. Like New York conspired to to send me home. My aunt would always say, "Come home, come home," because you know I just couldn't keep a job. Couldn't fully support myself. And, yeah, I was in um, a lease for a four-bedroom apartment for four years. And everything had been copacetic up to that point. But all at once, I had I was living with three people I just honestly didn't like. I remember. In a dirty apartment. And I couldn't do it You anymore. had a big place, too. Yes, yeah, so I let it go, and I just went home. And, you know. You never was, came back. Yeah. You're have, like, fuck New York. No. I, I mean, you're here now. Yeah, I have a soft spot for New York. I'll always love New York. Mm-hmm. You know? That's what they all say when they leave. I mean, people honestly thought I was just wasting time up here, but considering how much I've gotten done when I when I went home, I remember these people would be like, oh my God, you must be so frustrated just singing, sitting at home, not getting a job. I say. Like, what do you mean getting a job? <laughs> it's like I gotta, I gotta make myself. I'm like I, I don't actually feel frustrated at all. Like I'm actually doing something about it, which was the biggest difference in New York. 
I applied for jobs. I let people, you know, determine how much money I made mm-hmm. and how much self-worth I had. Mm-hmm. But when I went home, I harnessed my own power for myself. You know, I I finally had some support. So I was living with my parents again. Like most um, Jamaican, you know, I guess children, you live with your parents until you get married or until mm-hmm. you can afford um, not to. So I guess I can afford to leave them soon, but... I still love my my three square anime. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's cool though. I mean, I just I cannot live with my parents. I don't even what I just haven't I haven't like lived with them in so long that it's just well, like it'll be was, like strangers. I got so hard on my mom last night. I was like, just I need a break. Back off. I was like, <laughs> don't call me every day. <laughs> Like, just don't. Don't call me every day, Mom. You know? Yeah, don't yeah. call me every day. No, I feel you. Because every day there's a report and, like, some kind of, I don't understand why you're behaving this way. And I was like, I'm behaving like a woman who just wants to be left alone sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just don't want to talk to your mother every day. Yeah, so now you got to get an apartment out there or something. And yeah, I mean, the house. thought of yeah. going home and just having to be accountable to someone every day that you're not my partner you know you're just you're my mom and I love you mm-hmm. and you know you'll always be like my number one mm-hmm. but I'm not I'm not beholden to you no like my existence doesn't have to be every day about yeah. you know connecting with you like I love you but I need my space I really need my space sometimes and that's what I've been feeling more and more about that but anyway when I just went back um I was able to focus, you know, just on my business and my art and myself for a while. And I'm I'm grateful I could do that because I had the parents who, you know, were, mm-hmm. they were supportive. Mommy didn't always understand. She'd fight me and be like, well, I have this space for my job and my work and I make money like she would yeah. say so <laughs> yeah, 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 we'd, yeah. Have, we'd have those arguments and but, I was like well yeah. I'm gonna make some money one day too and I need this yeah. space and we yeah. hashed it out and it's like we carved up the house between like my studio and her kitchen and now we both kind of work from home and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's cool though because even though New York it like kicked you out you're back, motherfucker, and you just had a trade show, so obviously you went and did a lot of work, like, that meant that you, because really, you went, you've done a ton of work, I I've mean, I've done a ton of work, you've done a fucking nothing ton of work, business started. we have nothing, you didn't even, I remember, you just were like, oh yeah, I'm like, gonna learn how to use clay, and I was like, okay, because <laughs> you were you in film work, so, yeah, it was no, such well, a, my a under- wide drunk, uh, jump in my eyes, no, well, my undergrad was in um, studio art, and my, right. my concentration had been in ceramics but i mean in yeah. uh oh so in in, on, oh, in undergrad i didn't realize that because yeah. i met you in grad school so i didn't even i don't i didn't even know i don't be asking my friends all their business i guess i should because i just remember like oh you were making because you were doing a lot of video work and making websites and you were always like well because we were always like where the av kids were pretty much just trying to rent out equipment all the time it was yeah. just always trying to get equipment in studios and they worked there yeah yeah, yeah, you did work there. Yeah, you I mean, did. Like, let me test your equipment. I'm going to test it out. Set up your stand. That's why I asked you about down. my mic here. And I'm like, huh, I don't know about this one. It's sure, road mic. I mean, yeah. I'm going to need a shotgun mic with um, a muff. A muff? Mm-hmm. Cool. Not that kind of uh, thing. <laughs> a muff? 
um, yeah, I'm gonna get some setup. I think I'm gonna end up building a little tiny space right here where we're sitting because mm -hmm. it's actually fine. Besides the background noise, but that's usually it's not bad. That's as loud as it gets. You can add create like get the foam. Yeah, and, I'm gonna know, build something here, like I guess some panels where I can just put up and then sit. Cause I actually really like this space, and then I'm gonna set up a camera right there and start. Mm -hmm video and this shit and probably dust in here might even clean it That'd be a good idea a I little feel better bit. though thank you for my soup you're welcome glad nice some of the cold out good i know i'm glad you came thanks for coming by to share your art and stories with me so but i'm interested like what's next so you left new york and then you're like in jamaica hardcore just down there you're doing yoga you're doing your ceramics and now you're gonna be doing film. You're getting back into film work. Yeah. What? So, so why do you? Um, I mean, I guess I want to. I'm kind of the same way. Like I want to touch all the stuff. I want to like draw and I want to make music and do all these things. Well, I'm actually getting more into metal. Like, um, not necessarily welding, but mm -hmm. using um, petrobond and doing sand casting and different things. Nice. I mean, I would like to. With bronze and stuff. Um, I got brass ingots. Okay. So I'm working with a little brass. Very cool. Yeah. I I don't know. I kind of want more time for myself. And I'd like to actually have some kind of a solo exhibition. I mean, I used to have so much to say as an artist, like a political narrative artist. Um, I mean, past six years, I've mostly been making commercial things. Because, mm -hmm. I don't know, New York scared the shit out of me. I mean, I went without for so long. I remember people would look at me and say, oh, Vicky, how come you're so slim? And I'd be like, because I'm not eating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, girl. You know, it's just like you had to watch your meals. You had to budget. like. And you were active. You were like on them damn rollerblades. You were like rollerblading from Queens and shit. Across. No. Well, you weren't? No. I, I was, um, I would rollerblade a little bit on the island. I just would see you in, in like, by Vaughn. On your rollerblades, like, by in the Vaughan? East Village. Yeah. Really? Yes. You were like, I saw you several fucking times. And Maybe. on that bridge in Queens. Like, coming from, well, not Queenside, but the Roosevelt. No, you were living in Queens. You were, I saw yeah, you in Yeah, I was. Queens. I was in Long Island City. Okay, sure. You weren't ever rolling blading. I, I mean, probably a little bit, but I can't. Yeah, I gave up those rollerblades a little while back. But yeah, yeah I mean, no to go out to I was like, this girl hardcore as fuck with a shaved head and one long ass dreadlock. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. When you came to my job, I was like, you cut your hair, you were like, oh yeah. I was like, you just shaved your hair and you're just like, oh yeah. It had to go. It just had to. I was like, okay. You're like, yeah, I just left this piece. And then it was a little bitty piece and then it grew like down to your ass. I was like, okay. Yeah, it grew really long, like six inches in one summer. I'm like, how is this even possible? It grew real fast. It did. Yeah, your hair grew grows like a weed. dumb fast. I um I finally cut it and I burned it and I buried it in a plant. The piece that fell off, well, one of my pieces fell off. The one you told me, you were like, oh, it's shedding. And then I went home and it fell off. Oh, no. It's fine. I just was like, oh, okay. Well, I'll give it to the gods then. Put it on my altar. It was this one. It feels weird because it's like a lot shorter now. It's that like one. six inches. It was like six inches shorter. Yeah, it was on this one. But it was raggedy. That shit was raggedy. So you, what are you gonna do? Now nah, we're gonna wrap it up anyway. We've been talking for for a little while, and I don't want to keep you and shit. This shit here is annoying as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I wonder if they can hear me. I Probably because so. I can hear them. Yeah, but they're like singing, speaking. And they're in their mode right you're now. You're just in conversation. Mode. I'm just talking shit over here about them, like hating on them so hard. You were the one talking about this magic school bus and all this stuff earlier. It's, I know, and it came right to life. It was exactly. so quiet when we walked in here. Yeah. There was no nothing going on. I was concerned about the movie trucks outside and stuff. So, um, but I want to ask you a question about rejection. So, do you have any story, like any stories of something that happened where you got rejected and then you came out on the other side, and you got something out of that that was even greater than what you tried in the first place? New York felt like a big rejection. I just, I always beat myself up so hard for not being able to make it here and feed myself mm-hmm. and do everything on my own. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I make it for a little bit I would get fired from a job quit a job like I couldn't I just couldn't make it here so that felt like a big rejection um and then when I went home and I don't know I built my business on faith and just through the guidance of God and all of my angels and ancestors and people told me not to quit my day job I'm like what day job I'm mm-hmm. like I'm basically unemployable. I can't work for people. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't. So this is the only thing I gotta do that I can do. You know. Yeah. So, um, I mean, when you think about what I've managed to accomplish with my parents, aren't loaded. I mean, people would look at them and say, "Oh, they have a house, they have a car." But I mean, if a medical issue pops up, they're in trouble. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we haven't saved enough money for them. All this stuff, but. You know, I had sanctuary and I really was able to focus and, you know, things like pitching to Richard Branson and getting my first business loan, like actually turning whatever little we had and leveraging that every year, like, like at least five to 15 percent. Like, I mean, coming from just not having enough money to to buy my groceries Mm -hmm. to getting to this point where, okay, I just got my way into a trade show i'm spending yeah that's huge. for a grant like i mean I, I would never have been able to say that that's how i'd get from point a to point b i never knew what was in store with me all i had were these like proddings and pushings from within that said just keep going keep going keep working people don't understand your vision or what you're doing mm-hmm. or how you're going to grow this um they don't know what you can make they don't know what you can see just do it and I would keep going. Yeah. I'm still going. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I and, mean... And I think I give people, like, other female artists and entrepreneurs in Jamaica who didn't underst- know or understand that, you know, they could make a business out of their art, too. I think I'm actually giving them something to look up to. You've been in the papers and stuff. I saw you. Yeah, no, I've been in the papers. Yeah, and... that's really... I mean, because I think that that's one thing, like you didn't make it in New York to me I'm like well maybe the idea of what you wanted to happen at that time wasn't it but you could have stayed here and struggled maybe that was not your fucking road to walk down you could be here like a lot of us when I'm lucky and I'm super fortunate to not be in the position anymore you know and using my art to make money and make enough of it to live and shit um, but you might have, you might be 30 fucking five years old with like, you know, six roommates or some shit like that. Or like, it's still ramening it the fuck out. And I only have two roommates. Actually, I, I never <laughs> did ramen. I must say even. Right. No, like, you always ate in 
you were you took care of yourself. You were super healthy. Yeah, no, I ate you well. You know, and you went there and you know you you went there you left and i remember you left i was super sad i was like damn you're really leaving like you're fucking for real like moving for real like one of my close friends you know and but i mean i think it's really cool that you did that because it it just puts you on a whole nother journey and what you got out of that to me is super impressive because I haven't seen you in years, you know. I see you on on social media and stuff. Like, I'm like, I'll be stalking you. Like, I've looked at your Facebook when I had it. Or I go and see what you're doing on Instagram. I'm like, oh, shit. She's down there making this rat. These, this, they're literally just rolling bowling balls next door. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, you know, you were making those. The urchins and the, the pottery is so top notch. Like, I'll put it up on the website, whatever, uh, and on the Instagram and all that stuff. But... I I really I don't think that you could have done that same work. It wouldn't have been you your work is so natural and like by the sea, you yeah, know. Yeah, no, I mean I had to go home. Yeah, you to had get to go. Cuz here, yeah, like what if All people are saying what you're doing Jamaica. there, you're like what the fuck am I doing here? Running I mean, in circles I have, and shit. I have power that follows me around, but a lot of my strength comes from from just being there on the soil. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you can tell in your work, you're prolific. When I was at your sister's house the other day, I was like, what the hell? There were literally like 150 pieces out or something. Well, no, I have a team, but yeah, we're prolific. But still, but you're, it's, your, it's your idea, though. It's not... Yeah. yeah, you need a team. You can't do anything alone. We're humans. But, but, you know, you have a fucking team. Like, you out in Jamaica with a team, you make your stuff, and now you brought it back. So, now you're coming back in a more powerful way with this body of work, and then you're ready to move to the next thing, which is Vancouver. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you're going to be Canadian, you think? No, I'm not moving to Vancouver. I'm just going oh. for film school. You think you're going to come back to New York? Although some some Canadian girl wants to wife me up. I'm know. sure that she fucking do. Is she in Vancouver? Uh, no, I don't know anybody up there. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. I'm just saying, if somebody wanted to wife me up, um, I would love that would be my ideal thing in Canada, like a Persephone, Hades kind of thing. Six months in Jamaica, six months abroad, like that would be perfect for me because I love Jamaica so much. Like, but it's still homophobic as hell. Um, people still afraid to be out and about and for their businesses. I'm talking so freely with you right now because. A part of me knows that the majority of people will down there will not listen to this podcast. Right. They will want to... I can Unless cut I out anything you don't want me to, for sure. Yeah. But um, at the same time, like, I don't want to censor myself with you because that's not how we lived when I was here. No. No. Mm-mm. No, not at all. We didn't live that way. At all. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'm happy that you're making the work, though. I'm just... I'm excited to see what you're going to do. I want some more time to myself. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if you saw online, but I didn't pull out the the pieces with the wood and um, the ceramics. Like I saw the only thing I saw with wood was, um, actually I think on your Instagram I saw something that had to do with wood, and you were talking about some guy helped you with it, and then um, I didn't know what it was though. I just was like, didn't even register what it was at all. But then the piece at your sister's place, one of the tea kettles. What do you call them? Kettleware? Is that what you call them? Teapot. Just Teapots. Teapot. One yeah. of your prickly teapots. Has a driftwood handle, yeah. Yeah, it had, like, driftwood handle and then metal to hold it there. And it looks, like, to me, I'm like, oh, this is super high-end. This should be in some boutiques down here in, in Soho. 
Yes. And it will. There. Um, you will. This yeah. one lady was like, I should go meet some of the buyers. At absolutely. At you Henry absolutely. A hundred percent should. Yeah. Your work is amazing. Thank you. It's so cool. And there's nothing like it. And it's, it's like punk rock as hell. Like it's all punked out and prickly, but it's like delicate tea. I know. I love it. Like, it's so cool. I love the way um, I've named them for different things. And I don't know, I kind of anthropomorphize the teapot. Like, I mean, they're all female to me, kind of. Yeah. They have like girly kind of names. Yeah. Anyway, but um, one of them was Japanese Dancehall Queen. And it was like a funky little teapot with a side handle. Girl. Like, Japanese style, the kind you can sit on its handle on its side. Yeah. It's perfectly balanced. It was perfectly balanced. So it reminded me of. Like, you know, these acrobatic dance hall oh, queens. Yeah. So, they yeah. are queens. You should definitely <clears throat> um, you should definitely take them to buyers. Yeah, your work will go far. And then and then you can make a movie about it. You can make a movie about me. <laughs> well, you could call it Blown Away since I'm doing glass blowing now. That's the next thing, too. I'm setting up a three-part gas kiln um, for glass. It's going to have, like, a furnace and a kneeler um, and a glory hole. They're so like tongue in cheek with their names. Very nice. Take the hot rod out of the glory hole. Okay. And lick your lips and remember to blow gently. <laughs> like some old lady telling you that. That's really nice. Well, I'm, I'm changing okay, the voice so they don't meet to this poor guy at his glass studio. Oh, I don't care. They can be me. Um, I don't care if they're offended by me. <clears throat> Well, thanks for coming on and talking about your art. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, I'm really honored to, that you gave me some of your time. I know you're, like, really busy. And I was like, damn, you're going to leave tomorrow or something, but you're here for a few more days. And um, do you have any other, do you have any other like, shows coming up that you want to plug talk about? Yeah. or anything? Uh -huh. um, no, nothing per se. I mean, I'm thinking of coming back out for New York now, but next January. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of more geared towards um like uh, retail. Yeah, New York now is boutiques dope. and yeah, different things. So I'm gonna come back for that. I have some boutiques that if you're here still for a couple of days, I can take you to one that I know she'll she'll carry some of your stuff. Yeah, well, this and one she sells was cool too. to sell the lighting though, the yeah. Architectural Digest. Yeah, yeah, I met um resource that's partners. That's so fucking rad. Yeah, that's so cool. You're so cool. But you know what's funny? I made a contact in Jamaica. Um, because I've been supplying this hotel for a couple of years and they're they're really cool because they want all the work to be locally made in their gift shops. At least they really try. So they mm -hmm. have a, a selection of Jamaica and the designers that they carry. So they've been pretty loyal to me. And recently so. one of our our foremost potters, ceramicist in Jamaica, Gene Pearson died and um he's famous for like these um, African busts and masks and these beautiful kind of androgynous like female spirits like mm -hmm. they have their eyes closed sometimes open I know it's mostly closed though with his work um, but he had his work all over this very same hotel and they're having to phase it out now because he's no longer alive hmm. and he's kind of like a relic so people are already you know hoarding and stealing the work and Damn. you know different things so they have I maybe mean, about 234 rooms to furnish, and they basically, yeah, one of the buyers... You're going to do the, the work there? One of the buyers oh, who, who knows about my work yeah. from them in Jamaica says, I know your work. We've been talking about it for the rooms. Quote me on this piece for 234 rooms. So Awesome. I feel like... Yeah, yeah, that's a really great way 
Or like, what about in Vegas and stuff? Like, yeah, hotels. Vegas would be cool too. I mean, yeah. we're gonna bang this contract out if they give it to us, cause I just got basically getting twenty five tons of clay from um the country in Jamaica, like a beautiful cream colored clay. Got a pug mill now, so I can mix my own clay, make my own clay body. Nice. So it's basically Jamaican clay, slab roller, everything. So we have See? all of what we need to just you know do this. You couldn't do that shit in New York? No. No I fucking way. I had nowhere to store the 25 tons <laughs> no, of clay. First off. I'm like, can I put this on your lot down here where, you know? Yeah. Fa- with like a family member. And they're like, sure, you can dump 25 tons of clay here. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really cool. If I have well, enough left over, I'm going to build that rammed earth house we talked about. Yeah. You know what? That's kind of like what I'm really envisioning for my future i'm envisioning like having a partner having my own home my own studio in my home separate from like my business studio Mm -hmm. because when i make my work it's very personal and i want my own space like i really don't want and too many people coming in unless i'm inviting them i'm in the space exactly because you know how it is when it's new it's like it's like a baby to you you know you can't really expose it to too many people yeah yeah. yeah. So I'm seeing larger scale art, even underwater art. Awesome. That's short be film. Dope. Yeah. In a while. Feature length. Like, I'm seeing lots of different things. Good stuff. Yeah. Cool. I can't wait to see it. Me too. Um, yeah, well, thanks again. I feel like we should take a selfie. Yeah, let's take a selfie. We can take a selfie and post it with the video. We're going to take a selfie. I feel like I have to pee now. Is there a bathroom in here? Um. <laughs> oh, they're going in <laughs> over there. Hold on. Um, let's take the selfie, and then you walk out the door, you make a right, and then the second door on the right. Don't try to fix your hair. I'm fixing my hair. <laughs> okay. You can go pee. Is okay. it like around? Should I put on my coat? No, it's like two doors over. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening <laughs> to fucking rejects. Like more. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Vicky. Whoa, 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 hold on. This whole thing about rejects, um, the madman at the stoplight in Jamaica one time, he looked at me and he said, Oh, I love you. And I was like, Really? I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> And then he says, oh, I just love you all the time, though. And he's like, you, you know what you are? I'm like, no, tell me now. He'd say, you are the cornerstone. He's like, you are the perpetual square. And I said, um, stone that the builder refused will always be the head cornerstone, which is one of the lines nice. one of Bob Marley's songs. Yeah, nice. So, you know, there's something to be said for us rejects. Us rejects, I don't know. Sometimes this world is so imperfect, we're not supposed to fit in. No, you ain't supposed to fit in. You build it. Nah. We build it. That's yeah, right. Our own ideal Thank you very much. Wise words from Victoria Silvera. And I, I wasn't even smoking. We didn't smoke no weed or nothing, or we didn't drink nothing but coffee. Until next week, thanks for joining me again, you fucking rejects.
fucking reject.